welcome to Afters with Joe and Chelsea. The time has come. We're here for our plant off. The big plant off. Who's going to win? Me, obviously. <laughs> so this is episode six of Afters now, episode three of the gut health topic. And as promised, we are going to go into our plant off. So Charles is going to say a plant and I'm going to say a plant and we're going to keep going until one person cannot say another one. I think we also add in if you repeat one as well, you're out. Yeah, how are we going to know if we repeat one? I'm obviously going to be able to judge that because I can remember it. We're going to go a little bit more into plants as well, aren't we? And, you know, there is a reason we're doing the fun game. We're not just going to show those plants that you tell them. So the reason why we're we're, we're kind of speaking about this, not just because Charles is an avid vegetarian, um, but because listening to a lot of podcasts, people are starting to talk about the importance of having plants in your diet and from a nutritional point of view having diversity in the food that you eat um not from processed sources though from natural sources so these plants that are very very good for our gut health have got things in them called polyphenols which are micronutrients that are naturally produced in plants um and they are included in many many supplements that people can buy on the market oh supplements yeah that's the other myth we're probably gonna have to bust as well isn't it um that you can actually get naturally which these big pharmaceutical companies don't tell you they tell you that you have to get it in a tube or a capsule and you have to pop them a couple of times a day Mm. but if you just had over 30 different plants a week you'd get that naturally Obviously, yeah. some people need more than others. For example, some people, if they don't eat red meat like yourself, you might have a deficiency in some form of nutrients like iron. But um, overall, that you can pretty much get everything from your food. Yeah, I mean, so, the only thing that I would take is B12. Yeah. Um, which I think, you know, that's common for vegetarians. Yeah. And one thing we need to keep reminding everyone, and that I remind myself and I love talking about it, is... We are humans. We are not robots. We are not from the future. We are at this point in history where we have come for a certain point in history where there were no capsules, there were no ultra-processed foods, there were no all the other things that are involved in everyday society now. So as a primal animal, we only had what was available, readily available, and we did all right. We We got to this point, haven't we? So convenience has taken over, you, hasn't it? As soon as you start going off track a little bit, just kind of realign yourself to, okay, let's go back to living a more primal life. I'm not saying go and l- sleep on the floor with no sheets or no comfort or only eat a, I don't know, a vegan diet. But what I'm trying to say is l- like take it back to what is natural, what is... I don't really want to say the word organic, but it is starting to go that way. What is being made without any other influence on that food or nutrition Mm. that is going to have a massive impact on your gut health and on your overall health? Yeah. And I think just understanding a bit more about what a plant is, because, you know, 
I don't want to talk about it too much. So I don't know who that person that's like, I'm vegetarian. But, um, you know, when someone says, oh, you're a vegetarian, like, what do you eat? <laughs> well, I eat a whole variety of just stuff. Just salad leaves. Just salad leaves, salad, yeah. Salad, breakfast, And that is and their misconception, isn't oh, it? Oh, like, massive, isn't it? You yeah. eat a plant-based diet. You, like, what is a plant? And I think that's what this kind of quiz and what we're going to talk about will really help open the everyday person's eyes yeah. to just how much plants you already have in your cupboards. Yeah, massively. Before we start the plant off, just going back to these polyphenols, it sounds like a really big word. And when I first heard it, I was like, oh, what's he talking about? It just went straight over my head. But when you actually learn about what it is, obviously we said it's a micronutrient, it's a chemical that's found in plants naturally. We all have eaten them or we've all seen them. So whenever you go to the supermarket, instead of you thinking a salad is just an iceberg lettuce with a bit of cucumber, a bit of tomato, a bit of other, a few other vegetables and fruits, it's the leaves that are colored purple or red or that are- a, a Loose leaves as loose, well. Loose leaves that are a different color. Now, an interesting fact about why those are the best for you, obviously, because they have, le- they have, I think you said over a thousand more polyphenols in those leaves alone. But you think um, how those plants have had to survive in the wild, they have turned a certain color to exist longer and evolve to survive. survive longer than any other plants or veg- vegetation around them. So you are getting all those nutrients that are so powerful for your gut and for your health that a plain iceberg lettuce every single week in your chicken Caesar salad is not going to give you. Yeah. And I think everyone will be amazed as well at just how diverse the word plant is. Yeah. You know, for example, like I'm sure there are many, many, many coffee lovers listening to this and the coffee bean is technically a plant. It's a seed which comes from a cherry-like shrub. Yeah. Um, And, you know, the coffee bean is what's full of, of antioxidants and obviously, aside from the caffeine, the caffeine can help in sports situations with performance but even if you were to drink decaf coffee you're still getting the benefits the benefits of it yeah so it's even kind of like understanding the nutrients and what you're already having Mm. in your diet and maybe how you can switch from i don't know like a milky coffee in the morning to a black coffee maybe yeah to get more of those benefits first thing and maybe having limiting your amount of caffeinated coffee a day and not having it after a certain amount of time in, as our yeah. previous podcast said yeah. about the importance of sleep interestingly though in terms of health tim specter welcomes three cups of coffee a day yeah and talks about the benefits of that for mental health and energy yeah so polyphenols micronutrients implants that you can get they are normally of a bitter or sour taste they have a certain odor they um, have a very distinct flavor and they have they come in different colors so anything in your diet where you've made a dinner plate and it's got different colors on you're not doing too badly 
You, yeah, you're doing pretty well, aren't you? Obviously avoiding the processed um, ketchup and things like that. But <laughs> Anyway, is it time for the plant off? I think so. You haven't got any written down there, have you? No. The audience is ready. <laughs> Make some noise. Plant off. <laughs> so, um, first person to say one or not say one, sorry, incorrectly, and then to, or to repeat one, is out. Okay. Shall I make a little note of how many are on? Shall I tally it? Not write them down, just tally. Okay, go, yeah. Who's starting? I'll start. Okay. Almonds. Almonds, that's a type of nut, isn't it? Which is a plant. It's a plant. Some of you might not have known that. Staying on the nut uh, topic, walnuts. You're just going to throw all the nuts now, aren't you? I'll get them out of the way first. <laughs> That's two. Chia seeds. Peanut. Sunflower seed. Sunflower seed. Uh, Brazilian nut. <laughs> Pumpkin seed. Pumpkin seed. Um, cashew nut. Flax seed. Also known as linseed. Okay. Same thing. Oh, I'm getting a bit nervous now. Um, Cucumber. Prunes. Raisins. Blueberries. Tomatoes. Raspberries. Bananas. Oregano. Oh, she's going all over the place here. Why can't we just stay in one lane? I'm trying to trip Um, you up. Oranges. Um, leaves. Leaves. I'm just going to say like... quite a few leaves though. Just like lettuce leaves. Lettuce leaves. So rocket isn't included in that? Well, I'm going to broaden it. Like lettuce leaves covers all forms of lettuce type leaves. Okay, all right. Um, I like to have spinach though if you want, but I've just said that, so sorry about that. What? That's leaves. (laughs) Um... Beetroot. Courgette. That can be zucchini as well. Yes, also zucchini, yeah. Uh, Onions. Garlic. Basil. Ginger. Thyme. Turmeric. Paprika. Oh, I nearly said one. I think you might have said it already. Kiwi. Oh, nice. Um, Peppers. Plum. Um, chili. Apricot. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Uh, rosemary. Lime. Coffee. Coconut. Uh, <laughs> Mango. Asparagus. Oh, she's got him on lock here. It's not giving me any time. Um, sauerkraut. Broccoli. Does that count? Yeah, because it's fermented cabbage, isn't it? Okay. Broccoli. Cabbage. Have you said this one? Oh, no, I'll say it. Parsnip. Nice. Olives. Nice. Lemon. I'm pretty sure you said that already. No, I said lime. I'm pretty sure you said that I said that lime. I'll have to go back through it, guys. Um, sweet potato. Potato. Um, 
bean sprouts. Turnip. Garam masala. Pumpkin. Butternut squash. Radish. Oh, we're flying now, aren't we? Um, oh, coriander. Chili. No, I definitely said chili. No, you I've haven't. I've definitely said chili. No, you haven't. I've, I have. You have not. I said chili. You did I not. I said peppers, and then I said chili the next one. No. I did. You said, you've said I've 100% spices. said it. I've 100% said it. I'll keep going, though, to make it fair. Oh, how's that fair? Well, it's not fair, Because then I'll win, and you'll go, oh. No, you won't. Cinnamon. Aniseed. Nutmeg. Curry powder. Oh, she's scraping the barrel there, isn't she? Absolutely scraping the barrel. Now, this is a controversial one. We said this yesterday. Is it peppercorn? Does that class as a plant? Yeah, I don't know. I can't answer that one. We had that discussion yesterday, didn't we? If is it's, it if a it's, herb? If it's not, I'll go with peach then. I've already said peach. You said plum. I said plum and peach. So what will you go with? <laughs> <laughs> I will go with... Cauliflower. We are going to get back to you next week, by the way, about that peppercorn. Yeah. We're going to find out. Cauliflower, have you said? I've said that, yeah. Oh, I can visualise it. I just can't think of the name. Clove. Aubergine. Shallots. Oh, I mean, it's a small onion, isn't it? It's a different type of onion. It's still a plant. Rubbish. That's two different kinds of plants if you eat a normal onion and a shallot. Rubbish. I'm just in the food aisle at the store at the moment in my head. So I think. Pak choy. <laughs> Runner beans. Oh, here we go. Kidney beans. <laughs> <laughs> Fava beans. Oh. Butter beans. Sweet corn. Peas. It's really hard remembering what you've said, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, rice. Oh, hello. Couscous. A grain? I don't think it is. Lentils. See how I just let you say a wrong answer there? Well, I think I think we've both repeated ourselves and we've both got it wrong. <laughs> so I'm happy to take a draw. How many or, How many have we got there? Or I can go back through and prove to you that I, you, I'd already said chilli. Come you. on, how many have we got there? On here, I've got 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 60, 62, 64, 66, 68, 70, 72, 74, 76, 78, 80, 82 types of plant. Probably 80 because we've definitely both repeated one. And it is worth mentioning, isn't it, that plants include fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, herbs, spices and grains. Yep. Which is just huge, isn't it? And I think... When you think of plants, you just think oh, lettuce, lettuce yeah. or, yeah. So I think that shows there just the variety of plants that, that you, you can, can include. Get. And what's the general rule of thumb for plants a week? How many do we say? 30 different types of plants a week. And that sounds a lot, doesn't it? But maybe we should 
just explain like what we eat because we've started writing it down haven't we like have we eaten that many so like write everything we've eaten that week and we just get to like 30 don't we sometimes 32 yeah so some of the meals are going to have a lot of plants in it aren't they that yeah. you kind of forget about sometimes as well so for example a typical kind of meal for breaking the fast and lunchtime is going to be yogurt and a salad for me so let's just explain it so people might be interested okay. so yogurt with kefir yeah. which is obviously all the probiotics the in yogurt there. as well it's important not to get low fat or low calorie normal, just normal full fat, full fat yogurt. yogurt you choose if you want it cow's constituent milk or if you want it um a greek yogurt or whatever you want in terms yeah. of that but just try and make sure it's just as natural as possible yeah there's no like added sweeteners no. or 10 percent less fat or anything yeah. like that just just, just your standard yogurt yeah and then Un- uh, unsweetened kefir as well yeah uh, just uh, to get there in the end but you might have to start off with flavored ones to yeah i mean when it's in the yogurt it's not too bad is it but yeah just kefir and then we will put nuts and seeds. Well, I put almonds and seeds in my yogurt. And then I have blueberries, sometimes kiwi, sometimes raspberries and prunes or raisins, depending on what we can find in the supermarket. Yeah. So already meal one, we've got like five or six plants. Yep. I'll have a banana as well. So that takes me up. Yeah. And then lunch... To be honest, sometimes I do have a salad. Sometimes I might have avocado eggs. Um, But yeah, salad, that usually has, again, like five or six. Cucumber, tomatoes, beetroot, lettuce leaves, uh, sauerkraut, sometimes hummus, um, chicken with herbs on it. So I do oregano or rosemary on the chicken. Um, Then I'm having an orange, an apple. And a protein ball. That you I like make. to make protein balls that so have a load of stuff, stuff in, in there, as well, so don't you? quite a few in there. And then dinners. Do you want to pick like... Yeah, I mean, it's a variety, isn't it? Sometimes we'll have like a bean chilli and that's got five different types of beans in it. Um, sometimes it's a stir fry, so we've got loads of different veg. We've recently started adding bean sprouts to our stir fry, haven't we? Mm. Which we've never had before. Um, which, again, really nice, really good source of nutrients um and again what you've got to remember when you're cooking you start cooking with um garlic and onion and mm. you're throwing some herbs in there like all of those are plant sources yeah. so already you've added in two three four types of plants yeah. and you're doing that consistently over seven days i'm not saying that every meal is going to be perfect you may decide to have a takeout one night yeah. sometimes recently we've had one meal out a week because we've had to go out yeah and to like sort things out convenience for, we have yeah. sometimes like a jacket potato which if i'm just having baked beans jacket potato and cheese it's not very plant diverse or could potentially not be very gut friendly but yeah our backbone of our diet our meal planning helps to keep our guts and in that's a good the place. thing as well like if you're eating a diverse amount of plants you know 30 different a week yeah. you're building up a great gut so having the odd cookie or meal out or whatever mm. it's just part of your lifestyle it's not yeah. a bad thing you should then feel 
yeah, like, you know, feel like it's a sin and then think, oh, that's it, I've got to be on the straight and narrow now. It's just, it's about balance, isn't it? And I think that 30 different plants a week gives you that um, point, doesn't it? To be able to, Mm. am I on track, you know? And you'll know as well with your energy levels and things like that. Yeah, we're going to be putting on our Instagram page a lot of the recipes we use um, for ourselves for gut health. Um, But also Tim Spector's Instagram called Zoe has got some amazing recipes on there about making soups and broths and um, casseroles and different sorts of curries that are just packed full of different plants and and gut-friendly food, nutritious food. Yeah. And I think the the key thing is, isn't it, like the the more whole foods in your trolley when you're shopping, the happier your gut will be. Yeah, definitely. It's not it's not a bad place to start, is it? No. And I know the everyday person, some people are probably going to say, I don't like cooking or I don't have time for cooking. So I think we can maybe approach that next week when we throw at you all the tips and advice for starting yeah. your yeah. gut busting journey. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of this episode. Um, as Chelsea said, we're going to be looking at digestible advice next week. Oh, was that your plan or was that mine? I've just stolen it from you. Um, so yeah, just going to bust some more myths that you might be kind of following at the moment. We're going to look this at... This is an exciting one, I think, because yeah. this has blown our mind, hasn't yeah, it? huge. Uh, look at what we've learnt on our 10-month journey through the gut health that we've been on. Some advice that even if we help one of you guys at home change the way you look at food, then we've done our job properly. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you once again. For tuning in. Um, And we shall see you next time. See you then. See you soon.